All right, guys, go ahead. Good afternoon, everyone. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, Mike. I'm doing, doing well, thank you. This this off season is, is obviously so unusual and unlike anything you've been through. Can can you talk a little bit about what your approach has been as far as you know the players getting to know you and and what your expectations are and and forging relationships with them or, or is a lot of that just going to have to be delayed until training camp? I, I think really the approach is, has just really been climate control. Uh, just work to the climate that we're in and and obviously with the video. You know the, the the video conferencing. We we really first you know focused on you know communication, language, approach, um, and, and really dove in heavy to the playbook. Just to you know, it's it's football. It's important as a coaching staff to always keep it clean uh, and keep it above football. So it's just more the, the initial approach was just you know this is how we're going to communicate and you know, we're going to call some things the same as we called them before and. Some things will be different, and you know, and most importantly, make sure you define every 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 word and every you know every decision that you make as far as why things are called a certain way in the playbook. So, you know, I feel like we built a really a really good foundation there, um, and and now we're we've kind of gone into more of the group meetings. Um, you know, we had we had an offensive team meeting this morning, and in and, and trying to you know get more across the you know, positionals. Talking to each other and and the, and the players are are doing a good good job of of, of applying some of the new ten techniques and and new things that we've talked about and applying it into their workouts. So and and communicate back to us. So we're really you know keeping it about football. Uh, we 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 spent some time on the personal component of you know introducing each other and in in a limited uh, amount on the philosophical approach. Uh, I I. I have plenty of time to sit here and think about it, and I think those things are will probably will be better served to um, be done in full force and in person when we do have the opportunity to get together. But we've kind of outlined and highlighted, you know, uh, what we're about. But our focus has really been primarily most of our energy has been spent on, you know, the football communication and language. Mike, what is your optimism in terms of when can you get these guys on the field? Do you think something might happen next month? Uh, anything? What do you what do you think about those types of things? I, I'll be honest with you. I really don't have a feel because it's 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 um, just the if you look at the pattern of the way everything is going. So uh, we we've just really have hunkered down and, and and tried to focus on the things that we can control and. And as a staff, uh, you know we're you know, we're pl we're planning for a full training camp, um, and you know, and we're also planning for you know a training camp at Oxner. We're planning for a training camp in Frisco. So uh, we 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 spend an enormous amount of time in the planning phase because it's you know it is our first camp together. Um, so we're just trying to be ready for when the NFL and and when those you know when those big decisions are made that that we're not. You know, we're not running around trying to adhere to a, a different schedule. So we 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 spent a ton of time in our preparation of, of the, you know, to be ready for that moment for when we do get together with the players. Where where are you in the process? Of, where, where are you in the process of determining where training camp will be? Be it in Oxford, 
or in Frisco, and what goes into determining that? Well, I think really the, the, the next step for, for me personally and coaching staff is when, when we're going to be able to get back in, you know, into our facility. So um, I, I don't see a decision on training camp happening before that. Um, and, and really, I, I don't um, – I don't have control, you know, of, of the factors that are involved, and or, or even a part of those factors that are involved that uh, that will finalize that decision. So, you know, that's why my best time has been served in just the preparation. You know, I, I clearly understand uh, what training camp needs to look like, and and I just got to make sure we're ready to do it at either Oxnard or Frisco. Coach, did you even have time to set up your office? at the Star in Frisco, or has your family even found a house here yet? What does all this look like for you? Because I can't imagine this is how you envision starting off your first year. No, I don't think this is like, I don't think any of us envision what's going on in, in our society. And I think it just it puts things in perspective. Um, you know, I have been with my family uh, the whole time, um, you know, probably except for the, maybe the first 10 days of the pandemic. But I, I, I am uh, anxiously and in, in preparing, frankly, to get to get back to Frisco uh, as soon as possible. So um, it, it's time, uh, and I know, for in the, for me to, to get back. Um, so uh, we're, we're, you know, we're still in the planning stages as, as far as what we're going to do as a family. Along those lines, as a – Coach, you script practice, you envision what OTAs are going to look like, you envision what you want to say in your first team meeting and, and just the messaging involved of just being a new head coach. And obviously those opportunities to, you know, execute a practice script or to deliver those meetings has changed at worst and at best. It's, or at best, at worst, it's, it's kind of off the table here in the spring. Um, how, how has this been? As a, as a head coach new to an organization, um, not having the opportunity to be directly in front in a room with the people that you look to win games with this fall? I, I think this this uh, challenge has clearly um, made everybody, I, I know especially myself, take a step back, um, Don't don't react as fast. As, as as you may have in a normal in a normal client, and I, I think you really got to trust your instincts, your awareness, and your experience at, at this particular time as far as how we install and initiate um, the development growth of our program. So, I mean, you still have to do things in a in a progression, uh, and, and I feel like we've done that with really taking this period of time we've had, and it, it's really just dove into the scheme um, responsibility that, that we're involved in. I mean, there's, you only have so much time. Every team's going to have a, a pretty similar amount of time in, in, in this in this climate that we're in. And then once it um, does turn on as far as being in person, then we'll be ready to go. So I think you just really have to answer your question directly. You really got to trust your instincts, awareness, and experience at this time. And that's what I've been relying on. How have the rookies uh, adapted to uh, learning the offense and the scheme? And, and what have you kind of interaction have you had with, with C.D. Lamb? I know you talked during the draft about uh, the coaches already trying to design some things for him on the offense. 
Well, I, I like where they are. I mean, it's um, you know we had a rookie orientation over the weekend. There uh, was a two weeks after the draft, and and then we were able to roll the the rookies right into the veteran meetings, and then continue with the with an afternoon meeting uh, with the rookies. So really, at, at the end of last week, we felt like we had the rookies, you know, kind of caught up to where the veterans are as far as you know what, what we're installing, but. Um, the afternoon meetings with just purely the rookies has been very beneficial. So, you know, once again, I, it's it's really the same thing I've been talking about. We've just really been exercising uh, the importance, you know, from a football perspective on on scheme communication, you know, and make sure they have a clear, you know, clear vision of the of their job responsibility. But we we've also have spent, you know, a lot of time uh, with our rookies as far as with player engagement and. You know, we've we've had some we've had some speakers, and there's continuing education that always go on there. So we've we've been um, making a lot of progress there. Mike, do you feel like you're behind at all because of this setup and where you want to be? You know, that that's a great question, and and I, and I don't want to just say yes, but I mean because I, I've never I've never started a a program in this in this in this climate before. So you, you really don't have a true comparable, but I, I think it's obvious to think that um, if, if we started on April 6th, like you, you normally would as a first, you know, first, first year uh, program that we would be in a, in a different spot than we are here today. So um, I, I, I am pleased with, with, with the amount of work that, that, that we've been able to accomplish. I, I think our coaches have been, very creative. Um, I, I think the communication and correspondence with the players has been excellent. Uh, the questions are are very good, intuitive. I I think it really leans towards the the, the veteran experience of our football team. So I, I apologize for that. That's the, that's actually the rookie meetings are starting to pop. So um, so you know I think it points to our experience as a veteran football team that we're able to get this much work done. How much are you communicating with your players about staying healthy, you know, just being in shape, you know, making sure that they do the right thing, staying, quote, unquote, quarantined in a sense? Oh, I, I think those, those type of messages are, are, are continuous. You know, we, we, we do a lot of one-on-one -on -one meetings by position. There's also a strength and conditioning, um, you know, meeting that the, the strength coaches are having, you know, weekly and, and they're spending, you know, time also with the rookies. So. Um, yeah, you, you have a lot of crossover and check and balance as, as far as with everything's going on personally and professionally. Mike, can we reach out to other coaching buddies and see, hey, how are you guys doing this? What do you think of this? What's worked for you? What's not worked for you? Have you had any, been able to have any uh, kind of conversation? That's a question a little bit. You know, I, I've always, you know, I have, I have some friends in other sports, um, but this, this is, um, I spend a lot of time looking into a camera and talking. I, it's, uh, like I said, I'm I'm ready to get back and and, and get to work in person. But uh, we we we've, we have spent a tremendous amount of time, particularly the last three weeks. Um, you know, we're probably a lot like uh, what you're doing. You're trying to project where where you think you know training camp's going to be, uh, when it's going to start, how long is that? So we've just taken an approach that because you know it's going to be time sensitive when these when these decisions are made. That we have to be ready for for anything. So we we, we we've had um, you know really pretty much Monday through Friday that the meetings run into the night and 
and um, you know, I just kind of bounce around. It's it's just trying to be ready for any scenario. Mike, during this period, have you got because again, communicating visually when you're not there is is different than in person. Have have you tried different ways or, or approaches to to teach some of these things or, or your assistants than you normally would because it's a a different format? Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, just the simple fact of you know, if you just if you can imagine your visual arts that you in the video ability you have in in the classrooms at the star as opposed to you know trying to carry a white screen on our on our WebEx uh, system, it's you know it's it's different. So you have to adjust um, you know the the, the the method of questions and answers and and really you know how you you go through tests of players and you know and every coach has a, has its style and a method that he operates in. So like I said, I give our coaches a lot of credit for for their teaching, you know, their teaching skills and and, and staying creative and, and, and frankly I, I really like the way that the, the players have dove into this. What's your time like when you're not in front of the camera? Is that similar to what it was before where it you know, spending time watching film, talking to coaches just on the phone, one-on-one, -on -one, what, trying to take a little time off on weekends, how does that work? Um, I haven't spent a whole lot of time off on the weekends. Um, it's, you know, I was able to get away for um, the day Saturday, uh, or Memorial Day, but it was back Sunday. But, no, I, you know, I, I have a, a setup here in my home that um, I, have, I have a lot of old, um, training book, you know, training books and things. I've, I've actually have gone back and looked at a number of uh, team meetings from the past. So I, I would say I'm spending a lot more time than I would have anticipated on you know research and development. Just to you know, some questions come up, and you know when you're not in the room with your staff, you know uh, I, I think it's you know it's given me some time to step away and and look at some other things that, that I've done in my past. How much interaction? Have, how much interaction have you had with Dak Prescott? And is is it frustrating? I, I know it's business, but is it frustrating not being able to to go over the offense with your quarterback? Well, I, I think just like you know, I've addressed it before. I mean, he's he's involved in a in a, in a business business situation, and I have I have full confidence uh, that he'll be he'll be ready to go and. You know, there, there has been communication. Um, so, I mean, it, it's, you know, this is the way these business situations go sometimes. And, and you, you respect that and have all the confidence it'll work out. Mike, what's your communication been with Andy Dalton right now and working with him? Oh, well, you know, he's part of the quarterback group and um, it's, it's been good. He's, you know, obviously brings a ton of experience. Um, so I'm very impressed with his knowledge base and, and understanding and, you know, he asks, he asks great questions. So, um, just, just the time that I've, you know, I have been able to spend on the quarterback, uh, quarterback meetings. Um, he's, I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's part of our roster, part of our football what team. Your, what was your first team meeting like, um, where you're, you're, you're sitting at home and in front of a computer camera? And you've got ninety little boxes of players that you're coaching or should be coaching. Um, what was that? What was that like for you? Well, I'm, I'm, I don't have the 
I don't, I don't have the setup where I can get 90 boxes. So that, that was the, uh, I don't say frustrating, the disappointing part for me is like I really couldn't see, um, you know, everybody's face. Uh, just, just the way my particular setup is. Um, so, but it was different, uh, no doubt. But, I, you know, I, I felt like I covered the things that, it, that I wanted them to know about me as, as a person and, and the, the direction and, and really just try to keep things focused on the priorities of what we're trying to accomplish, you know, through, through the month of May and now going into the, the month of June. And just, you know, we, we have targets that are set each and every week and, you know, just make sure we're hitting that. And then guys are feeling good about you know, where they are and, you know, communicate back and forth, you know, even like we talked about earlier with the strength and conditioning and just making sure everybody's getting what they need uh, individually. But, you know, we're making progress as, as far as what we're, and we're installing our, our offense, defense, and, and special teams. I, I think all three coordinators have given excellent direction, and um, you know they, they have formatted exactly what you know what needs to get done each week. And I've, I've been impressed. What Mike, what are your expectations for Alden Smith? Smith? Mike, what are your what are your expectations for Alden Smith? And can you tell us about the when you met him out there at, at uh, Jay's gym, just the conversations that you guys were able to have, obviously, well before you were the Cowboys coach. Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just so happy for, for where Alden is uh, right now, personally. Um, I mean, he's, he's such an impressive young man, and you know, in in his path uh, to Dallas is is special and unique. So, just, just um, thankful and blessed to be to be a part of this opportunity with him. So. Um, he, you know, he, he he wants to get back and, and you know professionally and and be part of, be part of the football team, be productive. Uh, he's in he's in great physical shape. Uh, I think it's going to be exciting to see him get out there for the first time. I mean, he's you know he's bigger and stronger um, than he was when um, you know we had the chance to compete against him when he was with the 49ers, um, obviously playing at an elite level. So um, I think it's going to be exciting to see him get on the field and. and and get back into it, but uh, you know he's in a great he's in a great place, and um, very thankful and uh, for his you know for him being part of the Dallas Cowboys. Coach, why did you want to see him in December at Unbreakable Performance, and what was it about that meeting with him that really stood out to you? I'm, I'm sorry, I, I didn't hear the first part of the question. Why did you decide to go in and take that meeting with him at Unbreakable Performance in December, and what about that meeting really stood out to you? Well, I mean, it, it wasn't a meeting. It was, you know, I, I was out there on a on a personal on a personal note, and um, and had the opportunity to see Alden. Um, actually, saw him a couple times out there, and you know, had a chance to visit with him. So, um, I mean. You know, when he was in San Francisco, we played him a, a bunch of times. So I've always had great respect for him and uh, what he, what, you know, what he's done on the field. And then, you know, obviously, you know, I had a chance to to witness what he's what he's done uh, recently to to put himself in this position. So, uh, very impressive young man. Mike, can you talk more of what Rob Davis will be doing for you and what he's done so far with the team? Yes, I mean Rob. Rob is my assistant head coach, and obviously the job responsibilities is is going to be uh, you know different than I've never really had a true assistant head coach. It was always a titled 
uh, coach, um, you know, that there's part of a position or, you know, there, there are other reasons for that um, title. But the, the ability to have someone work, you know, hand in hand with you on, on pretty much everything that touches the football team. And, and that's really the best way I can describe you know, describe his job description. Um, I think it's important for, you know, Mark, or, you know, when you look back and, and mark the things in your career where you, you feel like you, you can do, you, you, can, you can improve on is, is having that, that readily available um, communication for, for any of our players, you know, both, you know, on and off the field. So, and Rob will take that to a whole different level, you know, as, as we form a partnership. So he's, He's pretty much involved in, in, in everything I'm working on, you know, outside of, you know, the offensive meetings um, that, that I attend. But, um, you know, design a training camp, I mean, philosophical, I mean, just everything and anything that touches the team. So he's, uh, he's working as my right-hand man. Mike, did you talked a little bit earlier about the, the deal that you, how you work the meetings where it's been position by position, and now this week you've gone – to the bigger offensive and defense rooms. I hope I interpreted that correctly. But can you talk about why you did it that way and not the big picture view, and then going down into the smaller picture view of positions? Why you kind of maybe flipped it and did it a different, did it that way instead? Well, I, I think you have to rip, you know, look at the messages and, and how you know the resources you have to deliver them. I mean, obviously, when you're a big picture vision. Uh, conversations and in, in the atmosphere that you're able to hold them in, it's 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 a lot different doing that in a team meeting room than it is on video conferencing. Now, um, we felt like you know it, we could initially because it was our first time going through the playbook and all the particulars to to go through it more in a one-on-one uh, approach to to try to because you know what happens with all of us is. If you do it in a group approach, and then and then you break, and then there's no, you know, how many questions are really asked in the group? Everybody waits to you break away to the individual rooms, and, and and then try to get the details and the, ask the questions that probably would have been better for the group. So it's good to flip that because just um, doing this virtual, you know, this, this virtual approach, uh, we we felt like it would be a, a lot more productive, and I, and I frankly think it really has. So. It was a chance for each coach to go in and, and, and fully go through his individual section, um, things that we've got as a staff. But, you know, we just kind of flipped some things in the order of how we would normally do them. And it was, it was just, it was more done with the focus on productivity, on um, being able to get, you know, not, not just the detail, but also get the volume of what we want to get done. Because our volume is obviously is higher than a, than a normal year because it's our first year. So uh, that's 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 why we went with that approach. How difficult is it to be patient as you wait for that first face-to-face meeting with your players? Well, I mean, I think I think we've all been taught a whole different level of patience. So I think keeping things in perspective and you're thinking of the health of your your community and your family, um, you know. A lot of things are secondary, so I have uh, I'm, I'm I'm anxious to get back. Frankly, I, I, um, <laughs> I think my family's probably anxious for me to get back, but uh, they're not used to having me around as much. But uh, so 
um, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely something I'm prepared for, but I'm, I'm frankly more, you know, it's, it's, I think it's self-explanatory. You, you know, you may used to be able to have 60 days to, to get a job done. And, you know, we're, everybody in our, in our, in our league is going to probably have more like 30 days. So that's really, I'm really focusing on you know, maximizing, um, you know, the time and, and, and the meeting time and, most important things we need to get done when we do get back together. And, 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 and frankly, not having the unknown out there, it's, uh, you know, it's, it, it causes a little more work on the preparation side of it. And that's, that's really where my focus has been. Have you thought what it might be like to play games without fans in the stadium? Just to exp that experience, what it might be like? Uh, you know, I, I'll be honest. I haven't thought about it. I, I'm not your guy for the hypothetical questions. I mean, I'll just make it easy on you now. <laughs> As we move forward, um, I, I honestly don't. That, that's just not the way I'm wired. I, I don't uh, spend a, a whole lot or any time worrying about things that um, that I, especially things I hope don't happen. Um, so um, it'll, it'll definitely be different. I, I think if it does happen, I, I think I, I'm stating the obvious, but we all understand how how big and how important uh, fans are to our game. Mike, have you been shuttling back and forth between Dallas and Green Bay just for your family and work stuff, or has it just been you've been in one place during this whole time? No, I went back and forth uh, once in the beginning, but uh, I pretty much have been here um, since before the draft. Mike, you mentioned Dallas, talk. right? No. Hello? Mike, you mentioned that you have friendships, obviously, with other coaches and managers and stuff in other sports. If you don't <laughs> mind, can you, can you share with us some of the guys that you might have visited with and compared notes with? I really, I really haven't done much of it. Um, so I really don't have a lot to offer. Actually, I've had two very personal conversations here the last week. I'm just thinking back, and, and, and I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to share that with you. But uh, yeah, I, I don't spend a you know a whole lot of time in that area. I mean, I you know, there's more assistant coaches that I'm, that I'm friends with, and we talk more in generalities. Um, you know, I, you know, I mean, Tom Crean, you know, head coach of University of Georgia, is you know, someone that anytime I definitely want to get a unique perspective. Um, you know, Tom, Tom and I are really uh, talk a lot philosophically and things like that. So I'm just and there's some some other coaches that um, I have a relationship with. Does anything need to be adapted in terms of your schematic install, given the lack of practice reps, the relative lack of practice reps? Do things need to be simplified um, in any capacity, or are you just installing the same volume of you know, scheme plays that you would be otherwise? Well, I think it's an excellent question, and when you talk about this uh, challenge that we're all going to have, and you know, we have a number of you know, what we refer to as coaching principles, and and, and one of them is, is less volume, more creativity, and I, I think that's definitely a, a principle that's going to be challenged this year. So, um, and that's really, uh, and Kel and I have been having these nightly meetings, and um, and that's. Pretty much how I feel like the end every night is is you know 
when you, you get into these installs, you know, how much, you know, how much do we want to give them in the first install? And because it, it's always, you always have made that decision based on your, where you think your football team is. And the, and the irony for us is um, we, we haven't, you know, had our first team meeting, let alone totally in tune exactly where we are. But, you know, I, I, I am excited because this is probably going to be the most experienced team that I've, I've, I've been fortunate to coach. So um, we'll definitely rely on, you know, rely on that. And, and um, I think if we were going to, you know, push to one side or the other, we definitely pushed on the side of the volume because of our, of our veteran experience. Hey, Coach, you mentioned Alden Smith. For a guy who's missed this much football, and this goes for Randy Gregory, too, what should coaches and even fans expect from guys who have missed, who've missed that much time from the game? You know, I, I wish I had a, an experience answer to give you there. I, I, I haven't been through that um, with a player, so I, I think the most important thing that, that I can do as a coach to, to make sure that, you know, we, we, we give, we give uh, all of our guys, you know, you know, all included, you know, the, 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 the foundation to, you know, st stack success and, you know, try not to do too much too fast. Um, you know, I think, I think we're all going to be really, you know, um, watching that closer than ever, you know, this year as a, as a coaching staff and support staff and, Make make sure that we're you know we're, we're hitting the target of getting the team ready, but you know um, it's it's going to be interesting to see you know the acclimation period of the players when they do come back, um, you know how they go through that, and then you know first time you get the pads and you know those those kind of things. So once again, I think you just really rely on your resources, rely on the experience um, and the instincts and awareness of your of your professionals and. And obviously, at the end of the day, the player knows his body better than anybody. Um, so the communication of just make sure we, we stay on top of that because uh, you, you never want to see a player injured because of, you know the process uh, pushed them too you know pushed them too far or you know or let, let them get too far because it's you know with, with, the, with these guys you're gonna have to, we're gonna have to hold some of these guys back that's for sure. Hey, coach, I just want to clarify something. Are you are you in Green Bay with your family, or are they here with you? And if you're in Green Bay, how long have you been there? Since before the shutdown. I, I am I am in Green Bay. I, I've been here. I, I can't tell you exactly the date, but I, I came back here before the draft. Uh, I went back and forth uh, prior to that um, when when the beginning of the pandemic pandemic started. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Mike, I, I don't know if um, we asked you this in the draft prep or when we talked to you after the draft, but what do you, what can Poe and McCoy bring to you guys uh, for, on that defensive line? What, why was it important to get those guys? I mean, they're two damn good veteran football players with a lot of experience. Um, they definitely fit what we, we're trying to do up front, you know, inside. I mean, you know, our outlook on, on how you play defense, you're still going to stop the run, and, and then you got two big guys that can give you a pass rep, too. So, you know, we, we just, you know, they're definitely a big part of, you know, changing the, the look and, you know, in the emphasis of, of how we want to play in the interior of the defensive line. 
Sounds like we're running out of steam. Other questions? I think we're good. Thanks a lot, everyone. Uh, Thank you, Mike. Got to run to the one o'clock meeting, but we appreciate you jumping on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Stay healthy.